Danny Triple on the flow, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick, and we don't have the Bushy McBush race like we did last year, but we're heading back to Kansas, which means uh, we got some pretty good uh, Bush Light paint schemes, and we better see some pretty good commercials, too. Uh, well, I didn't check the the NASCAR page when they named the race. What are they calling this race? Uh, the cup race is called the Advent Health 400. And well, but usually it says like first annual, second annual. Oh, well, let's check on the entry page because F that it's the first annual because you can't steal the Bushy McBush race. And then, yeah, like, you can't say it's on. the, yeah, you can't say, you know, some people would call it the first annual, whatever the race is, but not. You can't call it the first annual. Huh? Third annual Advent 400. F that, man. F that. It wasn't that last year. It was Bushy McBush race. Yeah, so not a fan of the name. But we're in Kansas this weekend. Well, and tell Advent whatever. I ain't buying their stuff. I'm buying Bushy McBushes. <laughs> you going to delete some bush lights on Sunday while watching yeah. the race? How about this hot news you got? Like I, I had, uh, I had not seen that until uh, I saw it, and then you said put it on there, and I was like, "Holy cow, that's big news!" No one ever wins appeals. Yeah, so Thor Sport, we talked about this uh, during our recap on Tuesday. Uh, Matt Crafton was disqualified. He was my winner uh, last week at Darlington. He had actually finished fifth place, but they said the truck was too low. Uh, but Thor Sport uh, appealed it, and they actually won it. So he gets his fifth place finish back. That's good for and, him. And I actually, I, I spent a good amount of time mocking you yeah. for picking a guy who finished last and only got one point to make <laughs> myself feel better because I picked Sheldon Creed, who also finished. I shouldn't say also because it's no longer also. Yeah. But in the Xfinity race, he finished last. So I made myself feel better by tearing you down. Yeah. It's not a good way to – rising tides uh, – lift all boats yeah well it's also called karma you know you just tore me apart and then nascar felt bad so i think that's, <laughs> that had to do with part of it well speaking of uh helping people out what do we got next yeah we got nominations they're open for the 2022 comcast community champion of the year uh eighth year the award will be uh bestowed and it recognizes the uh philanthropic efforts philanthropy philanthropic oh i just say phil philanthropy efforts of individuals within the nascar industry uh it was designed to honor incredible efforts of the nascar industry members who are giving selflessly to improve uh their community uh there's a committee of nascar and comcast executives they select the champion every year um there'll be three finalists uh their stories will be shared publicly and they'll award sixty thousand dollars to the champions affiliated charity and thirty thousand uh to the other two finalists charity yeah past winners include drivers joey gaze joey logano yeah <laughs> and bubba wallace uh last year's winner was uh world uh wide technology raceway owner curtis francois he beat out jamie little was one of the finalists uh we've also had uh in the past junior motorsports fabricator wade jackson dover motor speedway president uh mike tattooing and chip ganassi's whole pit crew department so okay. i had nominations are open through august 1st i'm renominating jamie little 
I would nominate dogs. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, I would also do Kurt Busch for what he did with the veterans giving out like 5,000 tickets earlier this year. There you go. So we got some nominate her, I'll nominate him. No, it would be the other way around. Yeah, one or the other. (laughs) Strike it, reverse it. And then what we need to do is we need to get our NASCAR credentials and then we go do stuff in the community and then we get nominated and win it. What charity would you choose? I got my, I got hair for like, I want to donate hair to dogs with cancer, but you can't (laughs) do that. So I'm going to give it to kids with cancer. Like I've done in the past. All right. Unless anyone knows of a dog cancer wig making charity. I don't think dogs need wigs. Dogs have self-esteem too. (laughs) Um, Kyle, some other news, Kyle and Samantha Bush, uh, welcome to their second child. We kind of thought that uh, Kyle might miss this race. There's some talk on Twitter. Um, They had the child through a surrogate, I believe, Um, named it Lennox. L-E-N-N-I-X was born uh, on Tuesday, joins their son Braxton, who's six years old and already uh, winning races. Do we think uh, Lennox is crying more than Kyle does? Could be. And how about that family? Big fan of the letter X. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking they should buy Sirius XM radio. <laughs> oh, classic typo that you always put. Yeah. So uh, NASCAR, really not a big announcement, but they announced it. So uh, we're uh, corporate shills. Uh, they uh, they uh, named the current top 10 in the fan vote for the All-Star race. But A, they announced it in alphabetical order, which is weird. Why? Uh, and B, How would you have done it? Numerical? Well, no, order of votes. Oh, yeah, yeah numerical. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. So we got Chris Buescher, Harrison Burton, Cole Custer, Austin Dillon, Justin Haley, Eric Jones, Corey LaJoy, Tyler Reddick, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and Daniel Suarez. Who's your vote going to? Um, I already voted for Chris Buescher. Oh, all right. But I'll say, and the other odd thing, they're like, why release, um, I'm thinking, why release the top 10? There's either only 15 or 16 that you can vote for because everyone else is already qualified for the all-star race. So these are the ones who haven't. So you're voting for someone who doesn't, they'll have the all-star open and it'll be these guys plus the ones not in the top 10. The winner of each stage goes to the all-star race. So there's three other drivers and then the top voter vote getter. So why are you naming the top 10 out of the top 15? Just name the top five out of the top 15. Cause it's not as fun. So who'd your vote go to? Who'd you say you voted for? I said, I voted oh, for Chris Busher. Yeah. I'm going to vote but for Daniel Suarez. I didn't like Chris Busher enough to share it on facebook and twitter because <laughs> if you do that you get more votes so you only got one vote from me yeah whereas if i was willing to let them cultivate um my thoughts like from deep in my computer and send it on the other stuff he could have got more votes but i'm not that and, and like yeah I'm going to go with Daniel Suarez. I want to see the Tootsie's car in the All-Star race. There you go. I got the little Tootsie's car on my desk. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. sweet. Well, I went to a little Target shopping. So, uh, 
Tom Bowles at frontstretch.com did a rundown on year versus year for Kyle Larson. He says he, uh, Kyle Larson's having a hangover um, from his championship year. So this year his laps led are down. He's uh, at 167 this time last year. He had 511 laps he led. Yeah. His average starts improved though from 11.1 to 8.4, which I find interesting because last year they used the formula. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. But uh, and then but his average finish has fallen precipitously uh, from 13.9 to 16.8. And his driver rating is down. Last year at this time, he was 98.0. This year, he's 91.4. I personally, I saw it as more of a correction than a hangover. Like, he had a pretty impressive year last year. It's hard to do that. You're not going to do that every year. Well, I think part of it, too, is probably just getting used to the car as well. Completely different car. So, like, yeah. You know, completely different. Go ahead. And well, and then I was gonna say it made me think too. I know we thought at the beginning of last year, but is this the year that every race winner doesn't get in the playoff? I think have 10, I think we're gonna we, have more. We yeah, we have 10 winners, but guys who haven't won yet include still Blaney, Truex, Harvick. I think Eric Jones has been running well. Tyler Reddick's been running well. Uh, Kurt Busch always sneaks a win in when you least expect it. Yeah. You got Eric Almarola. So I, I think we could get 17 winners this year. And then poor Austin Sindrick. Truex won. hasn't won, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the three I named at the beginning. Oh, did you? Uh, I said Truex, Harvick, and uh, Blaney. Blaney. Um, and so Sindrick won the Daytona 500, and we, hey, he's in. But he's struggling on points in that. He could get bumped out. We yeah. thought Michael McDowell, same thing last year, and he didn't. Yeah, it's interesting. I think we're going to get up to that point because I think we'll have a couple surprises, and then I still think those three that you mentioned will get a win. we got a couple more road races that Truex could win. I don't know if you read the NASCAR notes. They keep messing up again, too. They said that we were at the quarter point of the season which we're not that we've run 12 races we're third of the way in <laughs> so fractions they need to work on over there yeah um okay what do we got next all right josh uh balicki inspire motorsports are support supporting ukrainian humanitarian efforts with their paint scheme this week uh his uh, josh's car will sport the insignia of the ukrainian american coordinating council with the phrase slava ukraini which translates to glory to Ukraine on the door and upper rear panel. And he'll have a blue and yellow car. Sharp looking car. A lot of people forgot that we're, uh, that Ukraine's in war with Russia. You know, they forgot, like they forgot about Livestrong and they stopped <laughs> wearing the arm bracelets. A lot of people forgot about the Ukraine thing. Josh Balicki hasn't forgotten. Yeah. And so maybe we'll uh, nominate him. For the humanity or the their philanthropy, there you go. Gotta so, get a new light bulb. It's dark in here. It looks <laughs> scary. Uh, so on Sunday we got the Advent Health 400. It starts at 3:30 p.m. Eastern with coverage starting at 1:30 p.m. on Fox Sports One. We got the purse 7.1 million. Like to see those high numbers. It means people are supporting NASCAR. 
You can listen on the radio on the Motor Racing Network and Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. It is 400 miles, 267 laps. Stages are 80, 85, and 102. There you go. Uh, Wait, lap? uh, No, that's from last week that you didn't delete. We're a third of the way through the 2022 (laughs) schedule. Uh, This is where I got confused because NASCAR told me we're a fourth of the way through, but we're a third. Yeah, well, we've had eight different pool winners, 10 different race winners, uh, which is tied with 2001, 2014, and 2019 for the third most race winners through 12 races in the modern era. Yeah, trails only uh, uh, 2000 and 2003. Both those years, we had 11 different winners through uh, 12 races. Uh, Kansas is a semi-new track. Uh, construction began in May of 1999. First uh, NASCAR race was in 2001. Jeff Gordon won that. He won the first two races at the track. And then uh, 10 years ago, it underwent a repave, um, added some a variable banking in the corners, make them 17 to 20 degrees. Yeah, there have been uh, 32 cup races uh, here with uh, one a year from 2001 to 2010. And since 2011, they've had uh, two a year. Um, there's eight active winner, uh, eight active winners are in the field. Uh, we got three, three time winners, Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, Kevin Harvick also have three, two time winners, Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, who really needs a win. And Martin Truex have two wins apiece. And then, uh, Chase Elliott got people BOGO ones here and, uh, Kyle Larson. And, uh, speaking of those two guys, Hendrick Motorsports, uh, looking for its third consecutive win on a one and a half mile track, uh, Bowman won at Las Vegas, Byron won at Atlanta. Huh. Maybe we'll get, a uh, their third one. We got some featured matchups this weekend. Whoa. Uh, first one's pretty obvious. William Byron versus Joey Logano. Logano dumped, uh, Byron at the end of Darlington last week. Uh, but who you got? Um, this is a tough call for me. Logano has three wins here, as we said, but over the last six races at Kansas, Byron has finished an average of six spots higher than Logano. I'm going to ride the Hendrick hot hand at uh, the one in 0.5 mile tracks. So I'm going with William Byron. I'm going to go with Byron as well. Uh, and who knows, maybe somebody will get some revenge on Logano this week. Oh, huh. Next, Next one, we got uh, Kyle Larson versus Denny Hamlin. I like Larson in this one. I feel like Hamlin's had some bad luck uh, lately. I don't know. Kind of, like, I just like Larson a little bit better. Yeah, this is another matchup between a guy with a great history here, Denny Hamlin, and a Hendricks car. Uh, Hamlin is the best 21st place team in the history of motorsports. Uh, that's what their uh, crew chief said. So I'm going with Denny Hamlin on this one. Uh, this one, I thought uh, you mentioned it too, a little odd. Eric Amarola versus Eric Jones. Both or Amarola finished, what, 11th or right, 10th last week at Darlington? Oh, yeah, I'm shaking my head. I forgot we're on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, when are we going to YouTube? We should. Let's start that in a couple weeks as soon as I get my hair cut. <laughs> we can do that. We just got to make sure you look good. Yeah, but I'm gonna go with uh, Amarola. Had a pretty a sneaky good race last weekend. Jones has been good, but I'm gonna go with uh, Eric Amarola. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, yeah, I also thought this was an odd matchup. Um, 
but I guess they need to get four of them somehow. And you're not going to have uh, four people in uh, like grudge matches every week. Jones is a slightly, he's run slightly better this season and he's, he's run slightly better here uh, historically at the track. So I'm going with the uh, petty blue 43, even though it might not be blue this week. I didn't look at his paint scheme. Yeah, I didn't see it. Uh, last one we got Kevin Harvick versus Tyler Reddick. Uh, I say along with uh, Ryan Blaney, you could argue that these two are the best drivers without a win this season. Uh, yeah, Tyler Reddick, I'd even mentioned when we were talking about the people who can get 17. That guy's been a bridesmaid. And one day, uh, some guy's going to ask him to marry him. <laughs> so uh, I'm going with uh, Reddick. I think he finishes second place in this race, beats out Harvick, who finishes fourth. I'm going to go with also uh, of note. Oh, wait, I'm going to oh, go, ahead, go ahead. Also of note, uh, Tyler Reddick ran three Xfinity races here. He had three top fives, including two seconds. So that's Ooh, something so historical. Two so. more times he's been the bridesmaid. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think he's going to be a bridesmaid to Kevin Harvick this week. I like Harvick. Maybe I'm a Stuart Haas guy this week. Okay. So that means so, they'll yeah. all wreck and none of them will finish in the top 10. Like when I thought that uh, Penske was going to do well. <laughs> but, you know, we mentioned that Harvick, he owns a win. He's got five top fives in his last eight races here. So I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick. There we go. Who you got as your long shot? Long shot. Uh, Eric Jones. Uh, he had some pretty good finish here. Uh, finishes here when he was running with uh, Joe Gibbs cars in the past. He had a fifth and a seventh. Uh, and Petty's been improved this year. I think they might shock people here. Right. I can't say they're going to finish second because I said Tyler Reddick's going to finish second. <laughs> so I'm going to say they, if they don't win, they finish third. All right. I'm going to go with Austin Dillon. Uh, since 2009, he's got a pair of top 10 finishes here. I feel like he's been running pretty well. I'm a big, I like the Richard Childress guys. There you go. Uh, my winner, I think we're going to go BOGO again. I'm going to go with Chase Elliott. Uh, in the last six races here, he's got the best average finish of 5.2. And in that uh, six-race span since uh, 2019, he's got four top fives with his worst finish being 12th. He's also won here uh, as well. So I'm going to go with Chase Elliott. I'm going with the man with no name. Yeah. I forgot to put his name, but I put uh, rumor mills are starting to swirl that he might be ready to retire soon. But I think this is where he starts to take his last stand. Martin Truex wins this race. Last 10 races here, he's got top uh, nine top tens, five top fives, two wins. All right. I wouldn't mind seeing Truex win. Yeah. So that's our uh, cup preview. We would do Xfinity, but they we'll see them at Texas Motor Speedway uh, on May 21st. They are not racing this weekend, but we do got trucks. They'll be uh, running on Saturday night for the Heart of America 200. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1. Coverage starts at 7 p.m. Radio on the Motor Racing Network and Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Uh, 134 laps. Stages 30, 30, and 74. I hate that they do the stages like that. <laughs> you absolutely hate. You need to get on the competition committee. Like, I just don't get it. Like, why are we doing, like, short run, short run, and then we're going to more than double it? Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Anyway, the season has been uh, – the truck season has been pretty intriguing 
uh, through the first seven races of the year. We've had six different winners. Um, and this is this will be the eighth race of their 16 race season. So I did the math and that's one slash two. We're halfway there. There you go. Uh, in the field this uh, on Saturday, Matt Crafton is the only former winner. Uh, and he's won three times at Kansas 2013, 2015, and uh, 2019. And then he's the, he's the only driver to run in all nine previous races here. Yeah. And, and you mentioned that stretch that this is the eighth race. I think, isn't this the stretch where they run like eight straight weeks? Uh, let me check. I thought that it started last week and they talked about how these, unless they were talking about it. Yeah. They were talking about the truck series and they were running eight straight weeks. Yeah. You're right. They're, uh, yep. Texas. And then they go to Charlotte worldwide technology, Sonoma, Knoxville, Nashville. And then they're off their next off weeks, July 1st. But okay. I got a question for how many total races they got. So they you're have 16 talking, you're regu- talking 16 regular season. Okay, one, okay, two, six, three, four, yeah, five, yep. six. So that's 22. Right. So, how about the, just looking at the schedule, just like looking at this? So, they you know race eight straight weeks off on July 1st, and they race at mid Ohio, then they're off again, then they race back to back weeks, off week. So, they start the 29th of the playoffs, have an off week, then race at Richmond, and then three straight weeks off. Well, yeah, they did that last year. They had like the four week Olympic break where we yeah. forgot they were even had a truck series. So we got. Uh... Well, I wanted to look at the playoffs since uh, some of the points changed uh, with Matt Crafton, but uh, Stuart Friesen uh, currently sits in fifth. He's the uh, highest ranked driver without a win this season. Um, he's currently 75 points above the cutoff line. Other five drivers that would be in the playoff if the season ended now. Carson Hosovar, friend of the program, he's 56 points clear. Ty Majeski, Christian Eckes, Grant Enfinger, and Tanner Gray. So two of our good friends, Carson and Grant. Would be well, in the I don't playoffs. think that, that what NASCAR has on there doesn't have the points changing. Uh, Matt Crafton would be in 10th. Poor Tanner Gray would be home. Oh, uh, well, I guess I got this off the note, so I guess that would be they sent that out before. Yeah, so poor Tanner. Tanner's been running well all year. Yep. And I said this is where it gets to the point where people need to start getting wins because uh, some of those trucks are capable of winning outside are going to get wins and poor people are going to be left at home crying. Yeah, so then Tyler Ankrum would be behind Tanner Gray. He's 21 points behind him. There we go. All right. Who you got to win this race? I'm going with our uh, good friend, Grant Enfinger. Since 2019, he's made five starts, got three top fives, average finish is 6.8. There you go. I'm going with another friend of the program. I'm going Carson Hosovar based on his uh, second place finishes last two races. I think he's no longer a bridesmaid. Yeah, he's going. I, I think we could get a friend of the program to win. There we go. Now we come to the. Uh, well, first, before we get to the paint schemes, because I was trying to see what Petty Motorsports was running. I don't know if you saw this sort of bittersweet. Well, it's I think it's really good news on the uh, anniversary that um, Adam Petty passed away. His brother, Austin, uh, announced the birth of a uh, a daughter. So yeah, I saw that. 
really cool news for the pet the petties um although sadly her birth will be tied with his death but it it brings joy ellington montgomery petty really neat name i bet they'll call her ellie yeah so that was good news i still don't see what the petty paint scheme was <laughs> but go on to the uh, cup schemes we have picked out well my favorite one because i have a pair of jordans that look like this but kurt bush and the jordan brand 45 the car uh is featuring the black cement uh design that is on a couple of his sneakers uh pretty badass if you like jordans there you go and uh yeah petty racing this week is uh, eric jones is in the focus factor not really bringing it home yeah. you can only see petty blue in a couple uh, little small areas my favorite this week was the i bush light always gets us i yeah. got the uh i like the kevin harvick uh for the farmers it's a green because uh farmers uh like plants and plants are green yeah it's got the nice barn behind the bush light can yeah. But a, a lot more uh, good good uh, paint schemes than we've had in past regular non-throwback weeks. I also like Brad Kozlowski and the uh, King Hawaiian pretzel slider bun. Yeah. Um, check that out. That sounds kind of good. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Louisiana hot sauce. I said if you get him together with the slider buns, all you need is uh, uh, some pulled pork and maybe you get Truex in the uh, – Lou Killen potato salad car, <laughs> and then we got ourselves a picnic. Well, you could throw uh, Eric Amarola in the Smithfield meats. Oh yeah, and then we got uh, Josh Balicki. We mentioned the Slava Ukraini, and then the last one. I don't know why. I don't know if you saw Chris Busher's. Yeah, I was just about to say that one. I like that. One. I saw that it just pops. The number on the side seems to pop. I don't know how it's going to look in person, but the little artsy thing. Like that 17 really pops out on that car. I sort of yeah. like that. The gray uh, with the uh, red and green like piping on the side and yeah. down the hood. Pretty sweet. Uh, so pretty honorable good. mention that I had, I didn't put on oh. there. Obviously, Bubba Wallace will be in the McDonald's. I choose that one every time. Uh, yeah. Pretty sweet. And then William Byron in the uh, Raptor Tough.com. Oh, yeah. The Raptor one does look good. Trucks, slim, slim pickings in the trucks. It's almost like they stopped put forth effort but hey uh, what do they call like in alabama what do they call shopping carts they call them buggies oh and what do we got here well chase purdy in the bama buggies number 61 yep yeah, and then i'm going uh carson hosovar in the 42 he's being sponsored by uh flint uh police uh, flint michigan police department and i believe they have the uh names of some officers who have passed away in recent years on the back of it as a memorial pretty, sweet. pretty sharp looking car or truck pronouns so that's that paint schemes it's got some good ones this week we got uh two races hope you guys enjoy them remember you can uh subscribe to the podcast on apple podcasts or spotify we'll be back on tuesday we'll recap both of these races for you guys we appreciate you guys for listening we'll be back on tuesday we'll see you i grew up in texas where football was my game until that racing fever started burning in my brain started running many stops when i was 13 and won a short track championship when i was just 16 i met a man named harry hyde he built a car for me by granddaddy hill and company 
has given me the breaks. I must admit she's small a bit, but it's me that runs the race. Now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance. I'll do the best I can for those who've given me. 